Yeah, right, welcome. Um, you know, first, you know, went through the first uh, fir- the first week of the transition that we had. Thought the players did a great job of of handling um, the si- the situation, the transition, avoiding distractions. Had a great week of preparation. Going into the uh, West Virginia game, obviously we played a very good West Virginia team on the road. Did not play well enough to win as a team. Uh, we emphasized. Uh, three things going in that game, which were uh, to show up and play hard for fourth quarter, uh, four quarters. I believe our players did a nice job of, of doing that, stayed together, stayed with the plan, emphasized playing more physical and playing tough. We improved there, but um, we're not good enough. And emphasized playing smart, which at that, you know, obviously on that one with the amount of penalties we had, things we didn't pull that off. So, you know, you go on the road against a very good team and you, um, you only get one of the three things you truly emphasize. That's kind of the result we get. So, you know, now moving on to another uh, Big 12 opponent, Oklahoma State, who has a, uh, a, a very uh, talented uh, team, has some youth on it, but playing at an extremely high level, sitting at 4-1 and one on the year, um, only loss being to uh, Florida State early in the season. And it's a, um, a very well-coached and, uh, and talented team that Mike Gundy's put together. So, you know, sitting there averaging on offense 39 points a game, uh, have, definitely have some playmakers, have a, a quarterback, uh, Dax Garman, who's replacing J.W. Walsh and doing a nice job uh, getting the ball out, um, have you know, a core of wide receivers, uh, four of which have 14 receptions or more, um, all four of them very good players. Um, you know, they got the, the two running backs uh, rolling, but then you know, Tyreek Hill as well, who has kind of blown up on the scene in terms of the Big 12, a guy that's extremely fast. Uh, played at one of the Kansas Junior Colleges, Garden City, uh, coached by Matt Miller out there, does a nice job. And then on defense, um, you know, Glenn Spencer's our D coordinator and always does a great job and a um, well-respected uh, coordinator for a long time, aggressive team, and, and uh, do a nice job on that side of the ball. And then special teams-wise, um, once again, Tyree Kill factoring in as a return guy, and then uh, Ben Grogan um, uh, doing a nice job as their, as their kicker. So, um, you know, we're ready for this, uh, this challenge, ready to go at it another week, prepare – um, for a home game against Oklahoma State. So, well, any questions? You had so much success last week. You know, when they would hit you with the big play, you guys would kind of refocus and hold them to three. And how does that happen? How, how do you, I mean, is that just maturity? Or, or what do you have to do to, to keep holding those to three when, when you know, if you hang your head, it's, it's seven? Well, you know, each of those were a little bit um, different situations. Um, I, the seems like the... The first drive was the screen pass where we you know, missed several tackles, had it defended, but missed tackles, and, and Kevin White makes a nice play. Seems like the second one was kind of a, a new wheel route that they ran. We ended up getting the pass interference, moving it down. The third one, I think maybe, or the second one, was the reverse play that, that, that got us some, some yards. But each one of them we did. We gave up one play in there, and then I think once we got into the red zone, you know, the kids you know, settled back down and, and you know, um, the short, you know, the shortened field helps us a little bit, and, and we pick up the advantage defensively in the red zone. And, and it was just each one of those drives had a play in there that that was uh, caught us, that, that caught us. And but once we settled back down, you know, I think the kids were were ready to stop them and, and had some nice red zone stops. Yeah, the, the biz- biggest positive we took away from the, the second half was that, you know, our kids came out, the players came out from halftime. Uh, they, they stayed together. There wasn't, um, you know, the sideline still had a lot of energy, still had a lot of excitement with it. Players were still at the end of the game uh, competing and playing hard. And, uh, you know, 
talked about for four quarters playing that way. And, you know, in the, in the end, you know, there's, there's no moral victories and we didn't win the second. You win the whole game or you don't win any of it. But we did compete the entire game and, and, and that was an extremely uh, positive thing to see. Well, you know, we, we always emphasize that, that we are a team, that, that it is our team, and we're, um, we're all in it together. And it's, it's not any of that. It's always, you know, encourage and, and help your teammates and, um, and, and take care of your job. You know, I mean, until, you know, one side of the ball plays a perfect game and, and giving up 26 points on the defensive side of the ball is far from being perfect. Um, until everyone's doing something perfect, then you've always got chances to improve yourself. So, you know, everyone needs to just focus on their own world and know that we're all in it together and continue on that path. You know, we'll we'll uh, have you know three solid preparation days: Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of this week. Um, all three quarterbacks will get opportunities to to go out there and perform and prepare to, to play in the game on Saturday, and and we'll see which ones are, are handling you know the, the the parts of the offense that they can control and are, are best making the decisions uh, that that need to be made. And you know, toward toward the end of the week, we'll make a decision on on who's going to um, play, if not all three of them. When you're looking to get the offense going or make changes or whatever it is, uh, do you look big picture as far as you know what we can do moving forward the rest of the season, or do you have to look at it, you know, still week to week because of the opponent and, and how you have to game plan for that? Well, you know, the offensive coaches, Coach Reagan and Keyson, Mitchell, all those guys, uh, they've been working on on you know anything that we can do within our system, within our personnel. Uh, to, to put us in a better chance to move the ball and get some first downs and score some points and, and have complete faith that, that, you know, what the plan that they're coming up with and the, and the ideas that they're starting to starting to implement this week will, um, will pay off and, and always continuing to, to look to the future to see, you know, what gives us the best chance. You said last week that when you talked to John, you said, hey, I don't have much for you. I haven't thought much about offense in a while. Did that change? Over the weekend or, or in the last couple of days, have you put your input in there too, or left it to them? You know, I'm not going to jump around and get all in, in their business. But obviously, we talked. You right. know, there were there were there were things that that you know between the two of us we discussed, whether it be just personnel issues, who's playing where and playing what, and how they're playing. Um, you know, ways to um, you know keep the team excited and ready to go. And then, you know, there were some other deals in there about you know ideas of. You know things I see that that I, f I feel our team is part of the offensive system already that that could you know help us out. Sure. Tony Pearson, something along those lines. I mean, a guy kind of mentioned that last night a little bit. Obviously, Tony's a talented young man, um, very explosive, very fast, and you know I think it's um, something that we just have to do on our team when you have a player of his caliber that, that he needs to touch the ball. And, and I know they've been working hard on ways to get him to touch the ball, but it hasn't materialized in the game. So, um, you know, that's something, that's something that they're conscious of, and, and I believe they're going to, you know, there will be a concerted effort to make sure Tony becomes a major part of the game. Is he being taken away, or is it just the struggles of the line or the quarterback or the offense as a whole that, that 
Yeah, I think you're, you kind of hit on the head. It's kind of a combination of, you know, all the things that, you know, he's, he's, and they have. They've been been creative with him. He's played some tailback. He's played some wide out. They've gotten the ball different ways. But, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of the time at wide out, you getting the ball is dependent on, on other people. And I think some of those have, have led to situations that, even though maybe it was designed to go to him, it couldn't get there. Is that why Nigel had so much success last week? I mean, maybe they're paying attention to Tony and they're paying attention to Harwell and somebody's got to kind of benefit from that? Um, I don't know. I think his his number just got called at the right time and worked out a little bit better there. I didn't see an overemphasis on overplaying Tony from what West Virginia was doing. Clint, you talked about the man free coverage they played and rolling an extra guy in the box. Is your team at a point right now you just have to prove you can throw the football? Uh, definitely. Um, you know when. You know, you go into every game as a defensive coach, and it's you know as old and true as the sky that you know you got to stop the run first. The teams can run the ball on you. There's very limited risk in moving the ball down the field. At least if they throw it, you know, two of the three things are positive for the defense: you know, being complete or getting an interception or um, something along those lines. So you got to take away the run first. And when a team can can pack the box in there on you, uh, it, it makes it makes life difficult for um, for an offense um, if you can't throw the ball and loosen them up. And, and so we, we do. We have to find ways to, to you know, make teams uh, be honest in what they do defensively. Are you looking at any more changes? I mean, you said guys that earn the right to play will play. It's the same thing. I mean, we, we saw Joe Gibson going in there late. I mean, job's going to be open all week, too, in that regard. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that's just football. I think that's college football. I think it's it's fair to your team. It's fair to every player on the team that, you know, if if, if one guy's playing better, he plays. You know, the, the bottom line is that we're in this to win football games, and, and the player that gives us the best chance to win football games plays. And, and the guys prove that and earn that during the course of the week, during what they do when they do get opportunities in games. And, and to me, competition is is ever moving. I mean, it never stops. What's Damon Martin's status? I mean, still a ways away? Or? I think he's still a ways away. Okay. DeAndre Mann, excuse me, DeAndre Mann, too. Uh, he came out last game. Do you know if you update on him? Yeah, I think uh, DeAndre will be fine. I think he'll, you know, he was injured in that game, but um, I think he'll be fine. Your guys kickoff unit allowed a, a touchdown, and I struggled at times. Do you pinpoint anything on that that you guys can improve on? Yeah, we do need to improve on that, and that's one of those special teams units that takes uh, a lot of reps and time. You know, if, if you look early in the year, almost all teams struggle in kickoff. And then as the year goes, as the same players do it over and over and over, they improve, and kickoff and turn yardage gets harder as the year goes. It's a, it's a, it's one of those deals that everyone thinks is a simple deal to run down and cover a kick, but it is the absolute epitome of a full-speed decision on what you have to do, and, and those, it takes reps. And... Uh, you know, we've changed personnel around on that unit too much, and those kids haven't had enough reps to do it. And uh, um, so that's a, an area that, that we have to continue to emphasize and we have to improve on. But um, it, it's one that we will, and, and it's on our, on our plans to get that done. Boateng, he's obviously good enough to be out there. He's played a ton already this season. He seems to get picked on a little bit too. What do you make of his just progression and development so far? You know, he has. He's a true freshman corner, and uh, that's you know like carrying a, a big red flag around with you when you go on the field. Um, these guys in this league pick on it pretty quick and, and go at it pretty quick. Uh, the kid's done a nice job. You know, he's, he's served a, a, a role for us and, and has made some really nice plays for us as well. Uh, 
he's growing and he's learning. You know, I learned a big lesson on Saturday um, about going in there and how to play right away when you're playing one of the best players in the conference. And and obviously that's you know wish it wouldn't have happened in those circumstances, but. Um, He's done, he's done a nice job. He's a talented kid. He's conscientious. He works hard. Um, he'll have a bright future and um, um, just have to keep developing. Was there, we talked a little about your experience, you know, Saturday and what it meant to you and all that, but now that you've had some time to kind of move past it and digest it, was there anything that, that kind of came out of nowhere that you didn't expect? I mean, being in that role for the first time, anything that, that shocked you or... Maybe it was even easier or better than you thought. You know, not really. You know, you kind of, you know, you just we went about our business. Right. Um, you know, once I got through the the uh, not even the pregame top pregame meal, I got through the pregame meal, and that part of you know, kind of just it rolled along. You know, it's, it's a lot of years of doing it and kind of just getting a routine and, and game day. Um, obviously, was a little bit more exciting with you know heart pumping a little bit, but I don't think there was anything that really jumped out. No, you know that they, um, you know, Coach Gundy and them have, have ran that offensive system and tweak it from year to year. But they, they have, they have a great idea what they want to do and um, plug the next guy in and keep rolling. We do, you know. Corey seems to be holding up well. Um, you know, I haven't had any any issues with him, and you know, obviously DeAndre went down this week with a a minor injury, and and seems to be checked out pretty good. Uh, so he seems to be fine, and and we are thin there. You know that we are thin. So, you know, we got Joe Deneen in that role. Ed Fink actually came in and played some in the game as a um, really a third down guy to you know for some pass protection. So. You know, there's other options we can use for to get guys in the in the backfield and do things to, um, you know, take a little bit of the burden off of those two starters. Yeah, is that something where, where Tony could get more involved? Um, just, I mean, that's a way to get him. You know, you know, you're going to get him involved. He's, he's it is, you know, and Tony has lined up in the backfield. I mean, obviously, the first play of of uh, Central Michigan game, you know, he started a tailback in that game. So, you know, it, it's part of the offensive package that they have that that you know allows him to be in the backfield. So that's always a, a an area we could go to. Avery's, I mean, you know, he's been sharing it, but my goodness, he that that's got to be a sign of just how special he is uh, to be able to do that so quickly. Why, why why can he handle that? I mean, a lot of freshmen wouldn't be able to. Um, you know, he has some God-given ability. You know, he's got a got a um, a, a very well-developed body. You know, he's a bigger kid, got some got some size to him, um, and you know has some natural instincts to run the ball. And and at that position, you know, a lot of it comes down to what your physical tools are. And, and he was blessed with some pretty good ones. We'll we'll make a decision on one of them this week and let that guy uh, take it and go out there and, and prove that he can move the you know offense down the field and and uh, you know we we have great lines of communication with all three of the, the young men and and explain to them that and they understand that they're all in this to win too you know I mean everyone 
everyone's pulling in the same direction here as a team to do whatever we can to go out and win football games. And, and they believe it's like, you know, to me that position's not any different than every other position. We, you know, we got backup Mike linebackers. We have backup strong safeties who are dying to get on the field as well. And uh, we have guys at other positions that get taken out of the game all the time. It's just you guys don't write about it, you know. I mean, in the course of a game, we pull guys out several times. And it's not, you know, and in every other position, guys understand that, that you have an obligation to go out and get your job done. And, and, uh, and just because you get taken out for a play, it doesn't mean that you're done. It just means it took you out for a play. And uh, so, you know, I think our guys understand that, that we're, all, we're all working here together and, and we'll make decisions during the course of the week on, on who deserves the play. Just sharing expectations, it's, it's a little different. The quarterback, usually one guy gets all of them. I mean, there's some plan in place at least to split those up, right? And that's kind of different. Absolutely. You know, the, the, those guys, the ones that, that – the guys that we uh, have in mind that are going to play, they'll get the reps that they need to be prepared. Well, I think some of the things they wanted to do offensively just felt that, you know, Montel and, and Mike fit that that um, plan of attack that they had for those weeks. And, and you know, each week that could could change, you know. So, um, we'll, like I said, it'll be a big week in terms of the plan and implementing it with the QB situation. And, and uh, Coach Reagan and those guys are on top of it. Did, did you feel like your, your D-line and your pressure up front did a better job in the second half of getting the trick it a little bit and maybe that was some of the reason you guys had a little more success? Honestly, we had more success because I did. Um, I counted on the two guys that are pretty good players for us, Ja'Cory and, and Dexter, sure. and they came through. Um, you know, early on, you know, they have two good wideouts out there, and, uh, you know, we were, you know, taking a couple – taking a guy out of the box here, trying to do some different things to stop the run. And uh, trying to help Jacory and Dexter, and bottom line is they didn't need help, and uh, they they proved that they're pretty good players out there on Saturday, and we went in the, back into the second half doing what we do and letting those two handle their business out there, and it it was it was it, it was a um, big part of what what we did in the second half. Kind of confidence in those guys, obviously, but is that living dangerously a little bit? You you got to have a better chance to get to this guy this week, or. The way these offenses are, it's living dangerous no matter what you do a lot of times. Um, that's, that's college football now. You know, that's, that's the world we're in in the Big 12. Uh, guys have great players spread all over the field and um, do a nice job. Offensively, we're fortunate to have two very good corners. Are there any other questions? All right, thank you. Thanks, folks.